My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the stronger revolution i'm matthew becker it is middle toward the second half of january and i'm with the first athlete of the month of the year drew farah that's right? correct yes <laughs> farah like fossa but not it. spelled farah no i know Ferrar. if i could go back and slap whoever decided a silent <laughs> r was a good idea and one of my ancestors i would do it but here we are yeah and there's three of them in your name and one of them is silent yep yep yeah, makes for a good time. So we were just talking right before I hit record about Farrah Fawcett. Uh, we should have run a poll, or should like some kind of some kind of some kind of poll based on the people who listen to this who actually know who Farrah Fawcett is. I know it's going to get smaller and smaller every year. I don't know what I'm how I'm going to tell the children. Yeah. Is eventually. she still? She's still no. I she's not alive. Same day as Michael Jackson, actually. Really? She got overshadowed oh, because of Michael no. Jackson. I know. I had no idea. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. All these years, I didn't know that she died on the yeah. same day. Fun fact. Oh man. <laughs> there you go, America. So can you give? Do you know enough? Can you give like? Uh, a, a summary of who Farrah Fawcett is. I mean, I am not an, her name. I am not an expert, <laughs> but obviously she was one of the original Charlie's Angels. She was mm-hmm. like a signature sort of like pinup in what the seventies. Yeah, I think sixties, yeah. seventies, somewhere in there. Yeah, so I'm famous for her feathered blonde hair, which I do not share. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so Farrah Fawcett. Get her a Google. The feathering or the blonde hair? <laughs> I mean, I think if I, if I could feather my hair, I think it would make for a great look at the gym. I could yeah. like all eighties gear would be great. Oh my gosh, that would be fantastic <laughs> if you grew that out. Then there's like like on the bike, on the assault bike, and it mm-hmm. just blow that feathered hair we out. We could film music videos. It'd be great. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming in on a Sunday. Of course. Um, if people do hear a bunch of noise in the background, we are recording during the second half of Open Gym. So, sorry. You know, we're in a gym. Get a little bit of gym noise. Also, River is here this morning. Say hi, River. No? Okay. She's not talkative today. So, right, no, she, she has been. <laughs> At least right now, she's not talkative, and hopefully she remains a little quieter while we're on, because that bark can be piercing. Anyway... Um, you and your fiance, mm-hmm. right? You guys aren't married yet. Yep. October. October. Yep. Brendan. Yes. Okay. Um, you guys are relatively new. Well, mm-hmm. are you two years old now in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We moved. When did we move? Oh my God. It was October of 2020. So yeah, we're a little over two years now. Yeah. It's crazy. October of 2020, post-COVID. Yep. Okay. Kind of like so, in the so, thick of it. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, I guess. I guess, I guess it was still... It sort of went in and out, and, yeah. you know... And here in PA, it was still kind of big in October. We were still in masks. You guys joined in masks. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man, what a yep. time. <laughs> I mean, but what before that, we were in a tiny Brooklyn studio apartment, and we were like, so coming here felt like, you know, <laughs> we had infinitely more space. We could move around. It was wonderful. There were no doors in that apartment except for the bathroom. It was... Oh, know, so, really? Yeah, I mean, New York it living. It was the two yeah. of you. Yep. And New York was pretty locked down yeah. for, oh, for yeah. a, quite a while. Oh, yeah. Yep, it absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, wow. And so then you guys, you get, you came to Pittsburgh. Why, actually? Was it his work? Well, no, Brendan's, no, Brendan's family is here. Okay. Um, okay. So we, you know, had been in New York for, I want to say, like 13 years. Uh, well, I was 13, he was 12, but um, a long time, basically. And so we were already kind of thinking about, do we go somewhere else? But, um, you know, I think with the pandemic, it was just kind of that that shove for yeah. anyone who was kind of on the fence so okay um we moved out here and we were able to take both our jobs remote due okay. to everything that happened with the pandemic so we both still have our new york jobs and it's great so now yeah. we we go back all the time we still have a ton of friends out there but obviously we have more space here and get to be closer to family and so it's nice yeah a lot more space yeah. here yeah because you guys own a house that was probably the size of your apartment complex in new york <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite that big but it is certainly more space yes <laughs> Yeah, I guess, for. so you work for a company called Hunter. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tell me again what you do. So it's a, it's like an integrated communications agency. So we started out doing just um, public relate, you know, very traditional public relations, um, trying to get, uh, you know, our clients in the news media for various reasons. But, um, you know, we've sort of expanded beyond that now. So we do a little bit of social, we do um, paid social, we do, you know, design and asset development just all sorts of stuff that a marketing person would do yeah okay okay so marketing firm you basically ba is it based in new york yes okay yeah. it's actually one of the first either the first or one of the first pr firms owned by a woman on madison avenue oh. it's got a very interesting history is that what attracted you to the company to begin with well no my cousin actually worked there and i had worked at a bunch of agencies and some were you know better than others and you know i think i was just talking to her about sort of work woes and she was like you should just come work here and like, are we going to work together? Is that going to be weird? But we have, and it, it isn't. It's so, been fine. Yeah, I've been there eight years. She's been there probably going on 15. So, okay. yeah. Okay. It's good. We work in totally separate kind of like parts of the business. So Yeah, but that's long at a company. It is. I yeah. remember, I think I read an article in Men's Health Magazine mm -hmm. long ago. Yeah. When I used to have a subscription, actually, at Men's Health Magazine. Because I had to learn, you know, how to grow my, my chest back by some tries. Right, right. Never legs. Yep. Um, and they had said, they had either made a suggestion or made a comment about, you know, it's regular that people, and it was it was changing that people were starting to, to move jobs every like two to four years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this was that back then, you know, this was yeah. like early 2000s, that this was a big shift from, you know, the previous in, in, in the 1900s where people would stay in, in jobs for decades. But, right. You know, it sounds like that's you're on that track. You're gonna hit. You're gonna hit a decade. I know. I mean, it's it is unusual in today's day and age, but I'm I'm grateful that like you know we we've got a good work crew and you know I like leadership a lot, so that's why I've just stuck around. Yeah. And keep you know if you're good to me, I'll hang out. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also learned. I also I've read that that people are more likely to stick in a job that doesn't 
pay, that they don't like the pay, but they like the people they work with <laughs> more so than people who like the pay but don't like the people they work with. So, in other words, it's it's people put a lot more stock in in liking who they work with, like their leadership team, and yep. things like that, than they do about you know just being able to make five grand more or ten well, yes. grand more. Yeah. I mean, obviously, money makes the world go round. But like, if you hate the people you see every day and the yeah, things you do every day, then miserable. that's just not, not a way to live. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brendan, am mm-hmm. I right that he does something with Broadway? Yeah, he does. Um, he does marketing for Broadway shows, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, trying to That's get cool ticket show. sales, particularly like groups and stuff like that. Trying yeah, to get yeah. people to bring their school groups or bring other groups to see different Broadway shows. Is it all on Broadway, or does he do stuff for off Broadway as well? No, he's he is Broadway. Broadway. So, yep. <laughs> he, he is the Broadway on, on and off. Yep. Yep. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I mean, I think he's, it's part of, like, a New York, uh, you know, trying to get people to go to those actual shows. Because it's a huge team, so there's some people who just focus on, like, tours and everything else. And, but yeah. his is Broadway. And so, so, obviously, this podcast is not about him. But <laughs> hanging on him for, for just a moment, because I'm sure you'd rather talk about him than yourself, right? <laughs> um, what did he do during the pandemic when when broadway was completely shut down i mean they he was very fortunate and you know he's also worked there he's worked at his company longer than i have actually he's been there over a decade but um yeah i mean he you know they were talking about different strategies to get them through and i know that they were um you know basically he was just doing what he could to keep the lights on and stuff i mean no fault of the business or his or anyone else just like the you know with the situation they were all just all trying to navigate it together so yeah but they kept him on they kept him on and okay. he stayed through the entire time so he's very fortunate because that did not happen to a lot of people in the even industry. in his company yeah okay mm-hmm. wow yeah i know i mean wow. it's just what do you what do you do in the face of something like that when the business is live entertainment you yeah. know? I mean, <laughs> it is what it is you know yeah, because I, I, I remember hearing a report during COVID from an opera singer. Mm-hmm. And and the, the whole question was like, when can we go back to, to live opera? Right. And the singer was like, I don't know, because, you know, you're singing opera and you you sometimes have to sing face to face and, and you're getting, you know, you're breathing their breath, they're spitting in your face. Like, yep. there, there are these things that, you know, us as the audience, yeah, we see them, we see them singing face to face, but we don't think about the actual, like, physical contact, if you will of what's happening when, when somebody is singing that loud face to face and and so there was a lot of debate about how do we go back to live entertainment in that aspect oh so, yes yeah you i can, feel like he could do a ted talk on that subject you know <laughs> anybody in that industry could you know what i mean like it's tough no, no one knows the answer you know i i don't know yeah. get vaccinated i guess <laughs> like, you know, i don't know <laughs> Uh, hey, good, 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 uh, good public service announcement. You know, yes. <laughs> that's that's your marketing. Just doing, skills. doing your my marketing part. Marketing skills coming out. Get right? that key message in. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, back to you. So you guys come to Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and you're in a completely new city. Mm-hmm. You know nobody, mm-hmm. and yet for some reason, you see what an advertisement for CrossFit you see an advertisement for industrial athletics like how did you come about it I mean so it was just a good old-fashioned internet search for us I mean we knew that we wanted to you know as part of the move we wanted to try and like you know we were already changing up so much we were like we might as well start like putting in some good habits in here as well so we knew we wanted to try and like actually like get into like a a gym and fitness routine so we were kind of looking around on where do we do that Um, I actually my brother-in-law's sister so i guess my sister whatever that relationship is 
<laughs> I guess that's technically your sister-in-law. Yeah, sh- shout out to Martha, but she <laughs> is a is a big CrossFitter, and you know it like really changed her life and everything. So she's always said a lot of good things about it. My cousin is also very into it. So we had heard a lot about it okay. from other people. Okay. So we started kind of looking to see you know what we could find and did a search and found it. And we're like, let's give it a try and just dive right in because we needed I, I in particular needed some structure, you know what I mean? Because I love Open Gym, which is why I'm here today, but, you know, I love the, the class structure of everybody's doing it, like, here's the move we're going to do, and do it, and we'll watch to make sure we're doing it right. So I, I liked the, yeah. you know. Take the guessing game out of it, yeah. make sure you're doing it properly. Yes, exactly. Right. So you had known about, wait, Martha, are you going to send this episode to Martha to listen Probably, to? Probably, yeah. I think you should, because now she's getting a, 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 a shout-out. She'd be like, oh, wow, I've had somebody mention me. Uh, Okay, so that's so you guys searched for CrossFit, mm-hmm. and and you are living just right over the right over sixty five mm-hmm. in, in the north in the north side north yep. side area. So yeah, mm-hmm. we were likely maybe maybe you saw the YMCA's CrossFit because it would have still been open at that time. But otherwise, we were just we were just the closest. Yeah, there. you guys are right here, and we were like, let's go see what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. And so when you came in and sit down, did I scare you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't no, think okay, I didn't think was, I you actually can say yes. No, I, no, no, take no. That feedback. no, 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 you did not. I think I appreciated that you were like, this is how it works. And I actually really liked the intro to fundamentals. Okay. Um, you know, just to it was a nice because I think if you had just been like, all right, get in the class, then I just would have probably seized up and been like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, so like, I think it was nice to be able to kind of like go through most of the basic movements and then graduate into the class. For some reason, I was very intimidated about the classes at the beginning, but now having done many, You're many, not many... You're one. Yeah. Right. I know. And what I, I think what I love about this space in general, I don't know if it's all, all CrossFit, but certainly this space is like there's people at, uh, you know, all different ages, all different sort of like fitness situations, and everybody's doing everything together, and it's very supportive, and you can scale everything as you need to. So Because I think that was the other reason that I was scared about... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, something like CrossFit or like this is like, well, you know, I can't, you know, do some Olympic lifts, you know, so why even bother going, you know? Yeah. So I think this is a, it was a good way to be like, you don't have to, you know, do that. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a general thought misconception about right. CrossFit is, is you see those guys, you know, thank, thankfully CrossFit put guys on TV and, and right. that's right. It's people uh, on TV doing the CrossFit games mm-hmm. because that really helped to raise awareness about CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But then you're right. You see those people and you're like, I can't climb a rope that's 20 feet off the ground. I can't swing from gymnastics rings. I can't deadlift 405 pounds. I can't yep. go to CrossFit. Yep. And so, yes, we we try to then teach people, no, it's all universally scalable. Right. But if I can toot our own horn for a second, I think we do an exceptional job of creating that environment that you don't have to worry about the fact that you need to scale. In fact, we are actually going to encourage you to scale. Right. Um, not to the detriment of your fitness, but because we want you to be able to build yourself up doing it properly, not right. getting injured. No, I agree. I think because that's something I have done a lot of is like making sure I get the movement exactly right before, because I'm always eager to like put on weight and be like, I can do it, I can do it. And, you know, and sometimes Jen has to be like, calm down, chill out. No, you, you can't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I would never no, say that. You cannot. We would never say that. We would never say that. Or, or maybe don't, you know. <laughs> uh, but you had, you had worked out before. 
Yeah. You, you mentioned you would go and, and, and move around a little bit of weight, run on a treadmill, and, and go home. Yeah, basically, I would go in, like, see a couple of machines. I'm, like, reading the instructions before I sit down. Like, this feels great. Okay, I did, like, six of those. I'll try some. I just, I did not have the knowledge, you know what I mean? I didn't okay. know what to do, how many to do, what my, like, circuit should be. I just was like, I know I need to be doing things in here. Yeah. So I would wander in and do some things and then be like, that feels good. It's been 45 minutes. And then, you know, go to brunch and have, you know, the mimosa bar and pancakes and, you know. So, you know. Yeah, you know. Would you say that that's the difference? Because you've been here. You guys have been here for almost two years. I think it's... Maybe a year, a year and a half, half maybe. And a half I should have looked it up before we got here, but I didn't. I know. No, I shouldn't have done my research. <laughs> I think it was well only because I just had to write it for the blog. I think it was September of 2021. So I think it's like. So we're at, we're already about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'm willing to bet that's probably longer than you had stuck with consistently one of the other workout programs that you did. And he's making a nice face and shaking his head. Oh, heck yes. Absolutely. <laughs> we're on recording. Ab absolutely. Yes, no. We're audio only. Uh, <laughs> uh, so is the difference then the instruction that you get here? Like the fact that you come in and we tell you what to do and we make sure you're doing it properly and you don't have to worry about going to another gym and figuring it out on your own. Yes. Is that an easy summary or, or That's is sure, there that something is, else you think? No, that is exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, being able to come in, have somebody say, this is what we're doing today. This is what you need to do. If you have questions, you can ask, you can like, you know, if you're like the, the weight for the, you know, workout as written is too heavy, you can scale it. It's just, there's, there's no way to say, there, there's going to be some way that you can do whatever the workout is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're yeah, scaling yeah. and cool. someone's going to talk you through it. So, yes. Um, and, and you and Brendan, you guys also are in our hybrid program. Mm -hmm. um, so you do two or three classes every week. Two, well, so we try to do... We try to come to this place three times yes. a week. And then, but we do two privates over the course of the month, yeah, two yeah, yeah, private yeah. sessions. So sometimes we just slot those in and then do two classes that week. Yeah, so they okay. were still coming three times a week. So you've maintained mm -hmm. two private sessions per month mm -hmm. with one of our coaches, with yeah. Leslie. Yeah. Okay. What do you think is the biggest benefit there? Because you guys continue, you've, you've continued, you've done that since the beginning, you continue yeah. to do it. Mm -hmm. What is the continuing benefit to the privates with Leslie? I think going in there, you know, we can say, we're really having trouble with this in class. We keep getting lots of like, you know, notes and edits. Clearly this is something we need to work on. Can we, you know, can we work that into the programming in some capacity? And I think that that really helps, you know what I mean? To be able to focus on things like snatches, for example. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I also have a deep seated fear of anything overhead, which is not necessarily rational, but I just like, I, I'm trying to work through it. So, you know, that's something we do a lot of in those private And I remember when, when we first started and I had you guys a little bit in privates, we worked a lot on getting you back on your heels. Mm -hmm. I remember that was a big mm -hmm. thing. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's when Jen tells you no in class okay, <laughs> that you then come to Leslie and say, Jen told me no, can we work on yeah this. yeah i mean but it is great because then it's like a nice back and forth and you can say like oh okay i'm i clearly need to work on this movement you'd work on it in the private and then you can put it into practice again once it comes up again in the regular session so and it's, it's a real benefit from our perspective too mm -hmm. uh because then we now have additional notes on you and brendan from privates that right, we can right. then share with the group coaches to say brendan's working on this 
Drew is mm-hmm. has been noticing this, or I think you had a low back pain at one point. Was yeah, that, yeah. I, I think that was what thing. was it? Oh, I did. I like tweaked my shoulder at one point. Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay, maybe it was yeah. the shoulder. Um, but still, that really helped within privates because right. then we could figure out what you could and couldn't do. To right. Still, so, so, still, still to provide you an effective program. Yeah. In private's cool because we can customize all that programming for you right. one-on-one, but then moving you over into the group class where there's a group workout and right. we're just customizing you to that group workout, Yeah, that also really helped. No, that was really helpful. I mean, everybody's like, all the coaches are very creative or like, if you can't do that today, do this instead. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. it's very easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so we're in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the goal? We're, we're in January. Did you have a New Year's resolution? You know, I kind of stopped making resolutions. Does. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> I don't know. It's all, but I, I like the spirit of it. So, I mean, I think, I'm trying to think, what is my goal for this year? I mean, I, I think I, sorry, I'm thinking in real time. Yeah, I know. I really, <laughs> that's, that's the trouble with these interviews. I hit you with questions. I don't give you the questions ahead of time. No, it's fine. I think I really like that I'm now doing... Uh, you know, coming consistently, seeing things that make a difference. I think I'm now getting to the point where I feel like I'm like, because right when you start, all of your you notice changes in your body like immediately, sure. right? Because oh, yeah, I went soreness. from yeah, I mean, well, I went from like zero to working out a lot, so like I could very much notice the way my body was was different. So like now I'm like my goal is to okay now how can I like push it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like how can I you get that? It more you know so I think it's probably just figuring out what the next step because I've always been a a twig right like when I was little I was always like a very skinny little twig so like now I'm like I'm trying to like get some mass so that's like something I'm I'm working on you know and you have and I have you have have. I remember seeing you for the first time a year and a half ago versus today and you are yeah on some mass yeah it looks good um okay now uh, with that whole new year's resolution thing Mm -hmm. did you notice that New Year's just didn't seem to be a thing this year. Is that just me because I'm like not tuned in on on, or did it just seem like media and everything else just wasn't big on resolutions and New Year's and and partying and going out? I don't know. I think everybody's just so tired from the pandemic and everything still. else. So everyone's like, here we are. Like, let's let's see what what this year holds. Yeah, like <laughs> maybe maybe there's some pessimism. I don't know, but yeah, it was a little like. But I, I think New Year's in general is like the most overrated holiday. You know what I mean? It's like there's always so much like anxiety about what are you going to do? And it has to be so fun. It has yeah, to be great. True. And then like say you go to a party where it's open bar and you shell out like $500 or something crazy. And then you can't even get to the bar and it's too crowded. And you're like, this is awful. So like I think that house party's the way to go. That's <laughs> house parties for life for New Year's Eve. That's my endorsement. Okay. There it is. There's the secret. <laughs> All right, so balking up in 2023. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, what about Brendan? Is he also balking up in 2023? Yeah, I mean... Do you think that's the joint goal? Uh, yeah, I think to some degree. I think, you know, both of us came in with the idea of just wanting to... We, the stake, the bar was very low. We were sure. like, just establish healthy habits and like just do the things. Just keep doing things. And now I think we've got that. So I do think we actually need to kind of figure out like what our what our joint goal is. I mean, that's mine. I don't want to speak for what, you know, for what his is, obviously, yeah. but, um, yeah. Well, there, I gave you guys something to talk about later. Too. I know, there we go. I'll, yeah, I'll get back to you. Oh, are you doing the open? Are you guys doing the open? Yeah, well, so we just, 
for some reason I thought it was six weeks, but it's three. So yeah, like, it's I, only three. I always worry about because I travel a lot for work and stuff. So I was like, well, what if I have to miss like all of them and then it throws everything off? But if it's only three, I feel like it'll be fine. So I think we're gonna sign up today. Yeah, so. you are gonna sign up today, yeah. Wing Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I I strongly encourage it. Um, not be, not not because of the the competition aspect of mm-hmm. it necessarily. Um, you know, we don't do anything on like the big grand international open for CrossFit. We right. we make it just an internal thing, and it's an internal competition. It's cool, <laughs> but I think it's a fantastic way to check in with your fitness on a yearly basis. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a good point. Because it's done in a competition setting, so you're you're pushing a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. You're gonna try to do things that you're maybe not otherwise comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's out of your realm to do it, but it's in competition, so you know you might try something that you wouldn't normally try. Right. And then you'll kind of get a gauge of where you are fitness-wise and what it is that you need to work on. And then if you, you, know, you come back around next year and you do it again, and even though we're constantly testing your fitness, it's mm-hmm. just a really cool way over three weeks. Like benchmarking. To, to benchmark To use a marketing it. term. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I strongly encourage it. It's also, it's a lot of fun. It's very yeah. community-based. You'll hopefully, you know, part of our goal is to get you to meet people mm-hmm. by putting you on a team that you wouldn't otherwise meet because they don't come to, is it six, it's six, six fifteen that you guys are We tend to do right? six fifteen, yeah. Yeah, so. You know, you'll you'll meet people from four thirty and five thirty p.m. classes. So. Yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, anything else, Drew? Other thoughts about twenty twenty three? Oh gosh, about twenty three. No. Well, uh, I mean, one CrossFit. Well, one thing we are doing is telling a lot of our friends about how much we enjoy coming. So we yeah. always take advantage of the um, bring a friend. Bring a friend. Yeah. So we're okay. bringing some friends for this next one nice. in February. So. February eleventh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, February eleventh. Bring a friend. Or if you're listening to this and you're not already, and then you want to come, <laughs> come check us out February eleventh. Yeah. Uh, information's on our Instagram. Anyway, thank you, Drew. I really appreciate you, appreciate you coming in and sitting down with me today. Yes, Always a thank pleasure you. talking with you. Thank you for being such a cool member so that we could nominate you as Athlete of the Month. Thank you. Uh, I'm still working on my uh, sash and tiara, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it'll come in. We, we, will, we do need to talk about your workout. Oh, yeah. We don't want to miss your workout. It'll be, oh, shoot, it's coming up like in a week. It's last Wednesday of the month. That's this Wednesday. We really got to talk about this workout. We really <laughs> pushed this podcast recording out for quite a while. Okay, let's get off of here and talk about it. Okay. Everybody, thank you as always for listening to The Strong Revolution. If you ever have any questions or anything at all, always let us know. We'll be back next month with our next Athlete of the Month. So keep listening and keep working out. <laughs>